1: i wash my hands of this weirdness.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Thursday, May 28th. I'm joined by my co-hosts, Tony Sanfilippo and Ryan Wink. How are you guys doing today?
3: Doing well. I'm doing good too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I splash a little water on my face. I drink a cup of coffee, and I'm there's 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 no turning back. A little splash of bourbon behind yeah.
0: each ear, good to go, right? <laughs>
4: yeah, you know? splash of bourbon there, Mister
3: Wink. Yeah, you know, just starting the day with a little splash of bourbon right behind it is well,
4: behind the ears.
3: Right. <laughs> and a little more down the, the
0: little
4: yeah just a little down a little down yonder
3: <laughs> a little it helps with the it helps with the comedy
4: <laughs> I, I feel good man they opened gyms back up here so i hit the gym right before man i feel pumped and ready to go and i look like a hobo if you're watching
3: look at you guys christian stretching you're going to the gym I'm splashing bourbon behind my ears. It's almost you're
0: splashing bourbon, and I'm drinking premier fruit
3: It's almost like we have our lives together. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So I got I got two years to get it. I got two years to get it together. Exactly. Exactly. That's all right. No, you're
0: you're you're in a studio. You're recording music. You've got things going on. You got it together. Oh, absolutely. I'm doing all right. I'm I'm hanging in there. Good. Good. Well, as I like to do at the top of each show, I'm going to ask you guys a a question and and see if uh, the article that I pulled can ramp it up just a little bit. For you, Ryan and Tony, do you guys have any uh, fetishes that you're into, or at least that you're willing to admit to uh, live on the air?
4: Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) That's like a quick on the spot. Do you have any fetishes? (laughs) Uh, uh. I like throwing (laughs) good balls at you. Possibly. I was going to say
3: go ahead Tony. Yeah.
4: As going say the girls at work keep saying I have a type of girl cuz they seem to like the same looking girl like in all girls I'm like oh that girl's good looking and it's all that so well, I don't know what it is but
0: uh, I I know what it the is Tony. So. It's it's the girl next door. That that's the type of girl you're <laughs> into
4: Tony. It, yeah, it seems to be, yeah. It's always them nice ones that are quiet, but then they get a little crazy.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about you, Ryan? Uh, and it doesn't have to be anything weird.
3: Um. Yeah,
4: don't worry, mama. This won't get weird.
3: <laughs> I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. Sushi? <laughs> sushi fetish.
4: <laughs> I got a sushi fetish, baby. I mean...
3: I do, I do, I am slightly obsessed with sushi. Oh, another one. Have you ever had durian fruit? I can't say I have. It, no. It stinks, and people who are into it are, like, really into it, and people who hate it really hate it. I'm going to go with durian fruit because I have a slightly, when I get it, I get very excited. and <laughs> <laughs> Very excited. <laughs> so we'll go with durian for my fetish. Durian fruit.
4: I, I said strawberries till the uh, new segment the other day. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Nope. yeah I don't. I don't think you're
0: uh, using that durian fruit the right way, if that's the case. But uh, in any case, so <laughs> no, no comment. <laughs> this this should make you guys feel a little bit better. Uh, by the way, for me, it's more of a type, not so much a fetish. I I've got a thing for redheads, and obviously my fiance Jesse is a uh, you know proof of that. But uh, this one, I think, takes the cake. This man is, I guess, what you could call a Birkin stalker. A Thai man with an unhealthy obsession with shoes has been arrested for stealing more than 100 pairs of flip-flops, which he admitted to having sex with. Police in Nanthaburi, central Thailand, first knew something was awry after receiving dozens of complaints from locals over missing shoes. CCTV footage eventually revealed the culprit to be a local man, Therapat Klaya, 24, who was filmed lurking outside his latest victim's home. Authorities apprehended Therapat, on may 24th at his rented dwelling with 126 pairs of flip-flops that he admitted to pilfering over two years the alleged footwear fetishist described how he would wear the sandals which spanned every make and size around the house to arouse himself a la shoe coveting serial killer jerry Brudos. i'm not familiar with him and that was just foreplay Therapat would reportedly then caress and kiss the well-worn flip-flops, strip down and rub them all over his naked body, and then eventually make love to them. Once he was done ravaging his soulmates, he'd toss them aside and look for a new pair. So uh, just think, you know, whatever your fetish is,
3: whatever your little little kink is, can't be as weird as this guy's. Or maybe it is. I'm surprised he didn't have a tent, tent set up outside of the Sandals Resort. <laughs> oh, I knew it
4: was, I was coming, I just
2: had to switch.
4: Uh, I was picturing Wild Bill from uh, Silence of the Lamb. <laughs> <laughs> <You know. laughs> just creepy, wow.
0: It puts the lotion on the thong.
3: <laughs> oh oh yeah. Jake from, from clerks too. <laughs> would you Yeah usually me? dude. Usually dudes are into other types of thongs. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. The wrong thong song. The, the wrong thong know. song.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: That thong, the thong, thong, thong. Look at that foot. So it's <sighs> <delicious. And the laughs> and and
4: I like my Birkenstocks. Yeah. I,
3: I listened. I actually listened to that song in the last <laughs> month. And it's <laughs> hilarious how... how much passion, the passion. he had singing that song. <laughs> oh
4: yeah, Cisco man, he got down.
0: He loves those songs. Yeah. All right, well, <laughs> folks, we have a great show lined up for you. Let's talk about today's show on this Thursday,
3: the third day. All right, Monday, one day. Tuesday, two day. Wednesday, when? Huh? What day? Thursday. <laughs> the third
1: day. Okay.
0: The third day. Today, we have Ryan taking us through the Darwin Awards. I assume most of those are from Florida. We have a feature called The Future Is Now. Our call-in contest slash topic, we make it really easy. All you have to do is call in for a chance to win the 25th anniversary Blu-ray collection of the Back to the Future trilogy. And that topic is going to be your movie dream garage. (laughs) Your movie dream garage. So uh, what fictional uh, movie car would you like to have in your garage? We have Facebook is listening, This Day in History, and when we come back, Tony will be taking us through today's entertainment report along with Celebrity Birthdays. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
1: Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show.
0: And we are back to the show. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Thursday, May 28th. Now, we have set up what we call the Phoenix Line. It is a voicemail line where you can call in 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Leave us a message on any topic. Might be something we talked about. Maybe you've got a fetish you want to share with us. Doesn't matter. Just leave the message. Keep it entertaining. We'll compile all of those up and put them together for a future show segment. Now, that number, if you do want to call, is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. So, uh, yeah, we want to hear from you guys, and the nice thing about a voicemail line is... You don't have to talk to a live person, so there's no concerns there. Well, we're into the second segment of the show, and as we do each and every day, Tony's going to take us through the entertainment news. Hey, guys, it
4: is Thursday, May 28th, and here's the entertainment news. Hey, oh,
2: how are you cool getting
4: again, <laughs> Trio Max debuted yesterday, but Did it? somebody texted, on this show, and it inspired me to actually find the article. So, it debuted, but it was missing two of the popular streaming platforms, Roku and Amazon. So, if you had a Fire Stick or Roku, it was a big fat for you. Unfortunately, the latest new streaming service, HBO Max, bowed with unlimited access to every episode of Friends, The Big Bang Theory, and Game of Thrones. But, of course, if you had one of those streaming players that I just mentioned... You weren't able to watch. Roku and Amazon are two of the largest streaming platforms by far, with a combined 33 percent market share, according to Parks Associates. And Max isn't available on either. It is viewable on two way smaller streaming player competitors, Apple TV and Google Chromecast. Max is also available on select recent Samsung, Sony, and uh, Samsung and Sony smart TVs, as well as computers, phone, tablets. Microsoft Xbox One, and the PlayStation 4. So if you have one of those devices, you can stream the new HBO Max. Um, but unfortunately, AT&T-owned HBO Max has been advertised for fourteen ninety nine with access of reruns of movies from Warner Brothers, HBO libraries, including Love Life, starring Anna Kendrick in a romantic anthology. But most as it continues, I'll skip most of this stuff because I talked about it yesterday. Uh, but the big thing is, is right now, they don't understand why HBO Max isn't on Roku or Amazon. It's just a sea of confusion. So if you've subscribed uh, right now, there is no deal in place. But when it changes, we'll let you know.
0: Well, and I so,
4: a lot of yesterday,
0: so yeah. So I got home yesterday, had a had a great day, got everything done. Was looking forward to sitting down and just unwinding with some HBO Max. Sat down, opened up my Fire TV stick. Went searching for HBO Max, nowhere to be found. Figured, okay, maybe it was one of, like, HBO Now, HBO Go, that's just, they haven't switched the logo over. Nope, that wasn't the case. And after a a short search, uh, I found out that, uh, you know, they weren't part of, you know, Roku or uh, Amazon Fire Stick, uh, Fire TV because they haven't come to some sort of an agreement which uh, i think needs to be fixed very quickly. You know, they've been uh, promoting it for weeks now. I jumped on the bandwagon about 3 weeks ago with an early sign up for a reduced subscription rate and uh yeah, hoping it would be there on the 27th and sure enough it was not. Needless to say, i was certainly
1: disappointed.
0: But uh actually after your uh you reading that um article tone uh I realize that I, I can at least bridge the gap. I've got a PlayStation 4, so I can pull it up on there.
4: I figure you'd like that, but you know who we blame when crap goes bad, right? Carol <laughs> Dang right, crap we crap. do. <laughs> on to good news. Oh, boy, Walt Dizep, or Diznap, as we learned yesterday. <laughs> uh has- Walt Disney World is going to reopen. So it looks like Orlando's Walt Disney World has finally announced it's preparing to open its doors to the public after being closed since the middle of March due to... Coronavirus! Coronavirus! I don't know, it's going to do it twice, but anyways. So Tuesday, they detailed the proposal to bring back the parks. The current plan aims to reopen two of its parks on July 11th, with the other two opening a few days later on July 15th. Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom will be the first of the Disney World's parks to reopen, letting people in on July 11th. Epcot and Hollywood Studios would open on July 15th. The proposal came with several rules regarding guests in the park. Um, Shanghai Disney uh, reopened back on May 20th uh, back in May with 20% capacity with guidelines in place that required guests and cast members to wear masks. The same things will be implemented in Disney World. They'll be doing temp checks for everyone, enhanced cleaning and sanitation stations. All parades and events that draw crowds will be suspended during this time. So this applies to character meet and greets as well. So if you're hoping to meet Wreck-It Ralph, you'd better wreck it because it's not going to (laughs) happen. So looking forward to all of that. They're a little behind um, as they're going to kind of let everybody else open in Florida first. Uh, Legoland is going to reopen on July 1st out there. Uh, Universal Studios on June 5th and SeaWorld on June 11th. I didn't know SeaWorld was still a thing, but there you go. So if you guys are looking forward to getting back in the park world, it's
0: happening. And you need
4: like that. Michael Scott, it's happening.
0: (laughs) You may have said it, but are they limiting the number of people they're allowing in? Because, you know, if they're enforcing social distancing, those sorts of things. I mean, lines are going to be huge.
4: Yeah. Each day is going to be reduced amount of entry into the park. I don't know if, uh, some rumors are, it's going to be kind of like, uh, you know, the rise of the resistance where it's a lottery. You got to get on your app. Um, it hasn't really detailed everything, um, other than they, you think you'll be able to ride, but they're also going to limit how many rides they run a day. So the okay. rides won't be running all day. They're going to be taking certain breaks and it's, it's going to be a lear- a new learning curve. Um, so um, as I get more information, I'll be happy to share that in the entertainment news with you guys. But that's the basics on that one. Perfect.
3: Yeah, yeah I, wonder, so I, I can- wonder how they're, you know, going to be cleaning the seat. I, I wonder, like, how, how that's going to work. Just people getting into the seats after other people or what that kind of looks like. Well,
4: yeah, they're definitely going to have to reduce things to do it. I just think with that many people, it's going to be chaotic. It's especially the first few days going to be chaotic and a learning curve.
0: Well, we'll find out really quick uh, how chaotic it is, because I'm sure uh, there'll be a bunch of uh, angry Karens that'll be online uh, complaining oh if, if it doesn't go just right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we need baboos cleaning. Um, moving on to some different news here. Um, if you guys you obviously know with theaters being down and everything, uh, some of the theaters are going to start drawing people back by showing classic movies. Some movies will be showing uh, classic Avenger movies, Marvel movies, and et cetera throughout the U.S. to get people to come back. Uh, but one really cool one I came across was the Miami Dolphins are going to be turning their stadium into a drive-in movie theater. Hmm. Uh so fans of the Miami Dolphins will get a chance to drive their cars onto the field at Hard Rock Stadium, which is kind of weird. I think that would ruin the stadium, but okay. Um the Dolphins announced they're going to turn it into a giant drive-in movie theater. And it can accommodate 230 vehicles on the field, and it plans to host screenings of movies, concerts, and replays of some of the biggest games in franchise history. Uh, too bad there's not many of those, so <laughs> wouldn't expect much other than the perfect season or the Dan Marino era. That's about it. Laces up in the fence.
0: Laces. So, out.
4: <laughs> yeah, Kriegel and Inor—they got to show Ace Ventura there. They right? have to. Uh, uh, so yes, look forward to that. So they'll be doing that this summer. I thought that was a really cool story. And uh, now, kind of off to my non geeky uh, comic book news. We'll just go with this one. So I don't know if you guys know uh, about Taylor Swift, how she lost the rights to all her music and catalog to Scooter, um, Scooter, Scooter Braun. Braun. Yep. Yeah, it kind of took her music, and they've publicly been beefed. So Taylor Swift created a fake band fronted by her brother to get at Scooter Braun. So you can, obviously you can re-record your music and you can do all that, but you can't have the rights to the original. So it looks like Tay-Tay has always been a savvy social media maven from her Twitter lurker campaign for Miss, where she sw- uh, stalked fans and rewarded them with personalized gifts. But she fills her videos with muse, uh, with Easter eggs. Well, this time she took a new shot, at a little secret Easter egg at Scott for Chetta and his new partner, Scooter Braun. So she's giving her fan base, something to talk about by creating a fake band and lead vocals by her own brother, Austin, and another very sneaky strike against the two. Um, over the weekend, a spooky indie folk cover of Swift's reputation hit, Look What You Made Me Do, appeared in the opening credits of the most recent episode of BBC spy comedy, Killing Eve, and the unknown band is called Jack Leopards and the Dolphin Club. So just breaking it down without reading the rest of the article, Um I guess Taylor Swift's brother, Austin Swift used to be his handle on Twitter was the dolphin club. And, uh, the leopard is referenced a lot in her videos and stuff. Uh, it he's there. You're even a leopard in the look, what you made me do video. So, you know, if you're a fan of Tay Tay, it's their way of, uh, still releasing that music, which I kind of feel bad for her in the sense that, you know, you take the time to create the music, but you lose it to a scumbag out there that, uh, you know i know it's business it was a bad business deal she was in but it sucks that the artist lost the rights to her own stuff right
0: and sadly it's nothing new in uh, the world of music uh you know it's gone back you know the beatles many of they don't own many of their own recordings uh, michael jackson famously um it's you know it's just the way things go luckily now in the digital age it's easier to own your own music and and self-publish and uh you know obviously ryan is in the studio producing some music right now and uh, i assume that uh, you guys own the rights to everything you write correct
3: yeah but sometimes there is contracts where you give away a percentage of your rights for a certain number of years but her losing all the rights to her music that's a pretty bum deal i don't know how that how that uh happened yeah, sounds yeah, like no. sounds like a deal that, with the devil
2: yeah, yeah. absolutely
0: <laughs> all right tone uh why don't you go ahead and take us through today's celebrity birthdays it's my birthday.
4: All right, birthday boys and girls of the day. WWE superstar Seth Rollins is 33. Kylie Minogue is 51. Still looks pretty good in that picture. Yeah, she does. Gladys Knight, soul singer, 75. Actor Jake Johnson, who played Nick Miller in New Girl, 41. He's in other things. It's the only one I can think of him off the top of my head. Jessica Roth, i uh, doesn't sound super familiar, but she's the lead actress in Happy Death Day and Happy Death Day to You. Oh, yeah. I mentioned her because she popped in, and uh, she's a Denver, Colorado native. She's 32. So shout out to you, Jessica. Uh, former WWF wrestler Kamala. He was the big fat guy. He just went, Rrr! and had the moon on his belly. Yeah, he's 69 years old, and he has no legs. Nice. That's bad news. Yeah. Elizabeth Hasselback, 42, wife of uh, former quarterback uh, Matt Hasselback. And uh, that's it for birthdays. Kind of lame, kind of fun, but happy birthday nonetheless.
0: Nonetheless. All right, folks, stick with us. When we come back, Ryan's going to be taking us through the Darwin Awards. Those are always fun. We'll see you guys on the other side.
1: unable to listen to the whole show a recording of today's program will be available later today visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link now back to the show and welcome back folks this is the
0: christian phoenix radio show on a thursday may 28th we're on social media are you on social media um more than likely you are if you're watching us, you're probably watching us on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Uh, our show also airs every evening on the AUN TV network, uh, 15 TV stations across Northern California and Northern Nevada. Now, if you do want to get a hold of us on social media, you can find me at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram at Christian Phoenix. Tony available at facebook.com forward slash Tony. San Filippo, S A N F I L I P P O dot nine four, or on Instagram at Tony. San eighty one. Ryan's available at Facebook.com forward slash Ryan wink, or on Instagram at names wink. All right, being that it is a Thursday, Ryan's going to go ahead and take us through today's Darwin Awards.
2: Oh, good for you.
3: All right, <laughs> the Darwin Awards, where I tell stories. Of certain folks who lack the intelligence to survive, thus removing themselves from the gene pool and not being able to
0: procreate.
3: Yeah, basically their IQ is lower than their credit score. (laughs) Exactly. All right, let's get straight into it. Uh, Talking about a man who doesn't understand Russian roulette. Back in 2000, a man in Texas tried to play an even more dangerous version of Russian roulette. Instead of putting one bullet in a revolver and pulling the trigger, giving him a one in six chance of dying, he put the bullet in a semi-automatic pistol where bullets are instantly moved into the gun's chamber. Rising those odds to exactly 100%. Hmm. How,
1: how,
3: How did this end? (laughs) <laughs> yeah i think we know how it ended oh, okay not a very uh smart move to say the least <laughs> just thinning the herd well this is another good one uh using a chainsaw to turn a grenade into a firework does not work hold on hold on chainsaw grenade firework okay i'm caught up <laughs> using a chainsaw to turn a grenade into a firework does not work a frugal man once tried to save some money by using a grenade to create his own fireworks. For some unknown reason he decided to use a chainsaw to crack open the grenade and get that sweet sweet gunpowder inside. Sparks started flying through the air shortly before parts of the man's well the man's the parts where it goes from there. <laughs> Yeah, he I tried to open no points. And may that. god have mercy on your soul.
0: <laughs> Apologize. I dropped that uh, sound by right
3: on top of what you were saying. Oh, oh, it's all right. Yeah, yeah not a uh, not, not too bright of a guy. Yes. Oh, yes. he sounds he sounded very smart. He
4: was definitely a genius.
0: Okay. Not the sharpest uh, chainsaw in the shed.
3: <laughs> hey. You got the pun today. <laughs>
0: I'll give it to myself,
3: hey, buddy. All right. I, I'm bringing, I got another lion story. Remember I had the one, the guy lost his arm, but, uh, <laughs> this guy actually died. Man tries to fight a lion An Australian Kung Fu master. Oh no, actually he is a Kung Fu <laughs> master. It's the other. <laughs> oh, the,
4: other one one is,
3: the other one is stupid. <laughs> An Australian Kung Fu master told his class in 1996 that they were good enough to take on lions. Okay, maybe he was a Kung Fu master or this person just uh, took that a little too literally. Clearly, this encouragement was not supposed to be taken literally. One student took the words to heart and headed to his local zoo. Many shock visitors reportedly saw the ensuing fight, but we'll leave the details up to your imaginations. I'm... <laughs> any chance he was mar- <laughs> Any chance he was married to uh...
5: Carol Baskin?
3: <laughs> oh, old Donnie, what's his Donnie Baskin? Donnie Baskin.
4: Danny Baskin. And was that was that lion named Sarge? My,
3: my name's Joe Exotic and this is Sarge. <laughs> <laughs> That's Tiger King. This is Lion King story. <laughs>
4: Oh, say
3: it again. <laughs> Man. Are these all in Florida too? No, that was actually Australia. Oh, okay. Australia. Look, my Kung Fu master said I was good enough to fight lions. So I go out of the zoo, right? There's a bloody lion. He's got a mane and everything. Hop into the cage. This is actually just my spirit talking. I'm dead. My physical body. <laughs> life has now left it. Because that man lied. I was not good or nor strong enough to fly the fight the bloody lion. Nor smart enough.
4: No, like, man. What a Darwin.
3: Oh, this next one's good. Homemade bungee jumping cords don't work as well. <laughs> Alright, let me read this. First, the intrepid young fella used tape <laughs> to fix two different bungee cords together and then he cut them to measure the exact height of the bridge he wanted to oh, jump no. <laughs> he tied the cord to his car and jumped into the abyss forgetting that bungee cords are designed to stretch <laughs> that's my favorite part is he cut it to the exact height of the bridge <laughs> my boy. They, I, the only thing I can
0: say is you can't bounce back from that.
3: You got mail. <laughs> nice. you Yeah, he really dropped the ball on
0: that one. Excellent. I, I've have come to learn that when uh, Ryan starts trailing off on his joke, that uh, the crickets, that's the uh, cricket time. Exactly.
4: Hey, but a for effort, man.
3: Oh, thanks. Thank you, buddy. You know, I, I, I enjoy dad jokes, and I also enjoy bad jokes.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> and a couple sometimes one in the same. Right. You, how you much do we have, to
4: have to time, time for? Oh.
3: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> old, old, whatever his name was, Sandals. Right. <laughs>
0: yeah, we've got about a minute and a half, so if you want to uh, give us one more, maybe the uh, the worst of the worst or best of the best, depending on how you look. You at know,
3: I'm going to go through some Florida man headlines with no explanation. All right, that works. Florida man doesn't get straw. Attacks McDonald's employee. Sounds about right.
4: <laughs> I want more chicken nuggets!
3: <laughs> oh, God. Give me the nuggets! Man, <laughs> some people's some people's children. Florida man arrested after hitting dad with pizza because he was mad he helped birth him. <laughs> I hate you, Dad. Take the damn pizza, you son of a bitch. I hate you.
4: I said no onions.
3: <laughs> what is it? What is it with uh, a Florida man attacking people with food? There was another one that slapped his girlfriend with a cheeseburger. Right. I don't know. <laughs> remember,
0: did, remember? Did I tell that story on? No, I think you told it to us personally, but I don't think we covered it yeah. in, in this. It segment.
3: was okay, but it literally in the report, it was like, she was okay, but the officers did report seeing remnants of Cheeseburger on her. Assault, ah. assault with a deadly big back. Why are you <laughs> texting that guy? Cheeseburger
0: to the face.
3: Prepare to meet your maker. <laughs> I like that. All right, That was good. And go ahead and give us one
0: more Florida Man headline before we head on to the break.
3: Perfect. This ties into a story you told yesterday. Florida Man denies syringes found in rectum are his. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how they got there. I don't know what you're talking about. Honestly, they're not mine. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about shooting your shot.
0: Ooh,
4: Ooh, good one.
0: Yeah, I thought you were going somewhere else with that. All right. No, I moved the needle. Oh, so good. All right. That does it for our Darwin Awards for this week. When we come back, we're going to be talking about how the future is now. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you guys on the other side.
1: To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show.
0: And welcome back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on
1: a Thursday, May
0: 28th. We are in the final segment of the first hour, but we still have plenty ahead uh, into our second hour, including our call-in topic, which you guys won't want to miss. It is a call-in topic slash contest. I'll explain it uh, after we go through... uh, This segment, but, uh, if you missed a portion of the show, you want to catch up on a previous show, head over to americamatters.us, click on the shows and podcasts link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix radio show, and you can find everything you need there, or you can head over to anywhere you get podcasts, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, iHeart, TuneIn, so many more. While you're there, be sure to subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends, as always, sharing is caring. All right, in this segment, I wanted to talk about something that uh, we've been referencing a couple times over the last few weeks and really just wanted to sort of make it official. Uh, talking about science fiction, Star Trek, and, and you know some of the things that uh, you know, old science fiction sort of predicted for the future, and that future is now there are certain things from, and the list I'm going to be going over is Star Trek specifically, obviously you know, it could be any old science fiction, but uh, I, I think Star Trek mostly nailed uh, nailed it on the head. Now, I know that uh, Tony and I are, are both more Star Wars guys. I uh, don't know about you, Ryan, are you uh, where do you fall on the uh, Star Wars Star Trek camps?
3: A couple of weeks ago you asked me that, and I kind of want to change my answer now because I did growing up. I used to watch this, the Star Trek. I think it was The Next Generation with Jean-Luc Picard. Uh-huh. And I, I like that show, but I said I could go either way, but I'm definitely more Star Wars.
2: All right. All right. That's fair I, enough.
3: I, I changed my answer because I was like, actually thinking about it, Star Wars is better. <laughs> <laughs> this, true. this is America. You can change your answer. Thank you. I'm a flip-flopper, just like that guy. <laughs> hey, do you do a uh, Jean-Luc
0: Picard uh, impression at all, Ryan? I think if
3: I tried right now, it would just sound like Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> say say, um, say the words oh. T, Earl Grey, hot. As Jean-Luc? As Jean-Luc Picard. T. <laughs> Earl Grey. What was the other one? Hot, hot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. It sounded more like Bond than uh, Picard.
3: Yeah, like uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the,
0: the reason Jean I s- oh. the reason I say that is uh, Captain Jean Luc Picard used to say tea Earl Grey hot, and it would be replicated instantly. Today's three D printers don't tackle tea, but there are machines that actually can print food. And other printers, like the MakerBot Replicator 2, are quite adept at making small objects, just as they were shown to do on later episodes of Star Trek: The Next Generation. So, uh, yeah, one of the gadgets that uh, you know was well before its time is the food replicator, or just replicator in general. Uh, it's amazing what 3D printers can do
3: these days. Uh, have you guys had any experience with 3D printers? I haven't, but I was I was watching some of the live feed from the launch yesterday. And there was a guy talking about them 3D printing organs. I heard about that, yeah. Human organs. Now, they're not fully there, but talk about feeling like you're in the future. 3D printing organs. And this is just the first step. I mean, you get 10
0: years into the future, and, uh, yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen the uh, movie uh, Repo Men, but, uh, yeah, they're going to be... 3D printing organs, and then if you don't pay up, they're going to be coming to collect them from you.
4: Yeah. Call me when it's like we can be like weird science and we can just do, you know, make the girl, you know? We'll be (laughs) our own white area and wear a bra on our head.
0: Tony's dating tactics
3: just create your own.
0: (laughs) But we do
4: during the coronavirus!
3: days of life in, in this uh with my high level of income and modern advances of technology it's not crazy to think i could live to two three hundred years old <laughs> god forbid <laughs> all right the next yeah,
0: when gadget, I died, just be <laughs> the next gadget is the universal translator so in several episodes we marveled at the universal translator which decoded what aliens said in real time and in the later shows it was integrated into the communication badges which explains why basically everyone, regardless of home planet, spoke English. Now there's an app for that: Voice Translator by Talir Apps understands 71 languages. No, no Klingon yet. You speak in your native tongue, and the app translates your phrase into another language. Uh,
3: have you guys had to use any of these translation apps? I've done a lot of. Tra- I've worked with translations, so I haven't used these ones. But I've, man, Google Translate, I have used a lot. Google Translate I, is a lifesaver.
4: It is awesome. I you had to use it uh, down when I was stuck at the business center, and it was a big Korean market there, and a lot of them just smile. And it's like, oh, I had to sign somebody up for a membership, and I had to use Google Translator, and it seemed to work. They understood. It was better than peanut butter. Butter. Like, it was better than that, so
3: it but, worked well. Christian, these ones are, are voice... They they project voice out of them, though, right? They it's do. Not just
0: yeah, so you speak into it, and then it re-translates it in probably the yeah, Siri voice. That's, that's future. That definitely is. How about this one, the Tricorder? In the TV show, a Tricorder is a handheld device that scans for geological, biological, and meteorological anomalies. Handy. Now, in uh, 2012, Peter Jansen from McMaster University in Ontario built a working prototype that scans for magnetic fields and other interference. And there are lots of other real-world tricorders, too. Um, Don't know how that would integrate into our everyday lives, but, uh, you know, it's just neat to see that, you know, people are taking the inspiration from Star Trek and trying to replicate that into real-world technology.
4: Yeah, that's not something I think I would use, but that is neat that it's realistic. I just don't have anything for that one.
3: Uh, There's, there's a. uh, Did we talk about this? Apparently, there's an app where you can identify different types of plants. Yeah. Yeah. We heard about that. Did you talk about that? Yeah, we were talking about it. uh, I forget what the segment
0: was. Uh, One of our listeners might remember, but uh, yeah identifies different types of plants. And then there was another one that actually identifies foods. You take a picture of the food and it'll tell you, you know, how many calories it is, you know, the intake of uh, fats and, and sodium and, and stuff like that, uh, which is good for those who are uh, watching their weight.
4: say the other night when I was, um, or a week ago, uh, I was camping and uh, one of my friends, they had uh, on their phone a stargazing app. So like mm. you put it up and it would tell you what the constellations were and stuff, which was pretty near if there was a planet, it would tell you what planet that was. and I, I thought that was pretty neat.
3: That is cool. Yeah, I got, I got gifted that app once. Talk about a constellation prize. <laughs> I like <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, this
0: next one is one I would love to have, the holodeck. So on Star Trek The Next Generation, you could walk into a chamber, onboard the Enterprise, and visit your home planet for a quick barbecue or even have an affair with a hologram. Leave it to a bunch of University of Southern California students to make virtual reality a little more down-to-earth. Project Holodeck used virtual reality goggles to create fictional worlds. The no-encounters with uh, Minuet were reported. I don't know who that is or what that is, but uh, in any case, that is one that I would love to have. Now, Tony, I know you've been watching on Disney+, Plus the behind-the-scenes making of The Mandalorian. Have you caught up on the one about technology and uh, what they call the volume?
4: No, I haven't seen that one yet. Oh my
0: God, you got to watch that. Uh, It's basically a 360 degree LED screen with LEDs on the roof that they created entire environments and backgrounds uh, for the show and it creates natural lighting and uh, just wait till you watch it. Uh, Well, well worth the watch, especially if you love seeing uh, behind the scenes sorts of things.
4: Ah, I love it, especially if I'm into the show. I love watching that. So I'll have to check that out later today.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. All right, this next one is the tractor beam. Pulling a ship with an invisible tractor beam seems impossible, but two New York University professors are making it so. Their experiment, which uses a light beam to control tiny microscopic particles, is not going to be deployed on the next NASA mission, but it shows that we're making progress in the technology. Uh, again, uh, we're going back to the superpowers we'd like to have. I'd love to be able to move things with my mind. Hey, I'd take a tractor beam to, you know, shut off the light or, uh, you know, grab a beer from the fridge and and pull it on over to myself. Or if you're in L.A.
3: to move two cars that are parked too close together for you to fit a little further apart.
4: (laughs) Yeah. Social distancing. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. Made me think of that line from Dumb and Dumber. She sucked me in just like a tractor beam. <laughs> That's a right. that lame tractor beam sound. That's okay.
0: <laughs> this next one is the warp drive. So, no one at Star Trek ever sits down and explains how a warp drive works in detail, but we know it has something to do with bending space and traveling faster than the speed of light. Doesn't seem possible, but NASA has suggested that a warp drive is possible. Uh, that would be something awesome to see. I know uh, SpaceX was supposed to go up yesterday. We're probably a long ways away from a warp drive, but uh, imagine the worlds we could see if we had one. Let me let me pitch a question to you guys. Well, make it snappy. We're almost uh, out All right. of time. Black hole, friend or foe? Ooh, what? definitely foe. Black hole. Oh, foe.
4: All right. Because they would name that they would name that whole
2: carol
1: (laughs) basket
0: had to get one in before the uh the break well folks, folks we're headed into our long break seven minutes uh enjoy the news stick around take a pee break and we will be back shortly after the top of the hour folks we'll see you on the other side
1: I wash my hands of this weirdness.
0: And welcome to the second hour of the Christian Phoenix radio show on this Thursday, May 28th. This is an interactive show, and as we do the top of the second hour, we go over our call-in topic that we want you guys, the listeners, to call in on, chime in on. Don't be scared. It's fun. We're having fun, and the topic today is all about fun. That number, when we tell you to call in, is eight four four seven nine zero 790 talk That's 844-790-8255. You can call toll-free from anywhere in the world, even if you are in Australia and uh, chopping up grenades with uh, chainsaws. Um, We want to hear from you if you're not dead. But uh, the topic today that we want you to call in on, and this is a call-in contest of sorts. You're not going to be required to sing. You're not going to be required to tell a joke. All you have to do is tell your story, and then you're entered into a drawing to win the 25th anniversary back to the future trilogy blu-ray um it's obviously a, a classic trilogy of movies you get it in high def and then some really great uh, extra features uh, you know from behind the scenes but uh, i posed the question to my co-hosts who uh, i'm you know i'm joined by tony sanfilippo and ryan wink are you guys having fun this morning
4: oh yeah i'm having an ultimate fantastic time
3: <laughs> Ooh, nice little plug there for ryan this nice little plug that's a uh, name of a music group that i am involved with thank you sir ultimate fantastic check us out on all your streaming platforms um i'm having a great time good great
0: time. yeah i was saying yesterday that uh you know it was wednesday but felt like tuesday well today's a thursday that feels like a friday so uh, i'm i'm all sorts of screwed up and of course you know in this time of coronavirus time is just a number No comments. Okay. <laughs> all
3: right. Yeah, I, was gonna, I, was for, I was waiting for Tony. He I looked, was going to do the coronavirus.
4: The I, I did, but the brain just kind of stopped. And then I was going to hit the button and just
3: go,
2: I guess what, bitch? <laughs> Coronavirus. And
3: that's. Oh. I said, <laughs> no, talk about. I, I think I was thinking about future, just the fact that we're doing this. I think a demolition man, when the girl showed up on the screen, I mean, just the fact that we're all. I, you, I'm in. California, You're in uh, Colorado. You're in Nevada. And we're doing this radio show together. And we're doing it live. And this is, we're in the future, man. <laughs> hey,
4: man, I know. It, you, another mind twist, man. It's 10.08 a.m. where I am. It's 9.08 where you are. So I'm in the future, man. <laughs> you
0: are in the future. Alright, so our call-in topic today, again, we want to hear from you, 844-790-TALK, that's 844-790-8255, is what fictional movie car would be in your dream garage. Um, I'll go ahead and start off with mine, mine's probably a staple for most people, but uh, when you hear it, you'll recognize it. Just get those
4: wonderful toys.
0: Yes, I'm talking the Batmobile. There have been many iterations of the Batmobile over the years, uh, from you know the the Tumbler in the Christopher Nolan Batman's, all the way back to the 1966 Adam West Batman Batmobile. Uh, actually, there was uh, I want to say 1929, 1939, which was just a car, but it was the Batmobile. But for me, it has always been the 1989 Tim Burton Batman uh, Batmobile. That uh, it just has that that you know cylindrical shape up front. It's iconic, super long hood. Um, you know the cockpit door that slides forward, and then in the second one, uh, you know had the the sides that popped off so we could fit it in through tight spaces. Um, that, that that would be my dream car.
3: It's a flippin' sweet car. It is a good car I'd like to
4: just I'd like to borrow your car I know you don't like to share Or let anyone drive your vehicle But if you had one I'd have to drive it Just so I could roll up on some kids And then not use 1989 Michael Keaton Keaton Batman But when it opened I'd have to just pop out and go I'm Batman What are you doing? And then just roll And then speed off And they'd be like a guy's on drugs And
3: Tony <laughs> be coming up with any excuse To run to the store Yeah I need yeah. a pack of gum yeah, Bar borrow your car real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Pow! Take yeah. off
0: with the Jets.
4: Yeah, but you're, I know your reply to me if I asked to borrow your car, and that would be a... How
1: about no?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know that in Tony's dream garage, and it goes back to our prize, that this would be his pick.
1: Wednesday, October 21st, 2015. <laughs> Hey, Doc, we better back up. We don't have enough road to get up to 88. Roads? Well, we're going, we don't need roads. Yes!
0: I mean, it's hard to deny the DeLorean. You can go back in time. It looks badass. Um, It flies. I mean, uh, that probably would have been my number one pick if I had... Not known that that's what Tony was going to go with, but uh, that's obviously his favorite movie franchise of all time. Uh, part of why we're giving it away for you guys, the callers, to call in and tell us your favorite movie car at eight four four seven nine zero talk That's eight four four seven nine zero eighty two fifty five. Other than those reasons, uh, Tony, any other reason why you picked uh, the DeLorean?
4: Well, I mean, aside from it, the whole time travel aspect, you know, it's... You know, to go back where you need to go, you know, where you could go back and see things and revisit things would be awesome. Um, obviously, the DeLorean is not that cool looking of a car, but just the whole time travel and the flux capacitor, because there's not a lot of room in it. You know, you got your one passenger seat it seems really tight and <laughs> not, not a lot of room, kind of compact. But, uh, you know, I'd love it if I could uh, just go back in time, you know, and I would uh, I would love to go back to, you know, uh, like the last day with my mom, and that would be like my the day I, if I could have again, I would go back and do that day again. Well,
0: in 1985, I mean, it was a pretty cool-looking car at the time. It had the gold-wing doors that open, and uh, best of all, it ran on garbage.
4: Yeah. There's some other cars. I'll wait for Collins later, and I'll let you guys know some other vehicles I would have also chose, but it's mainly for the time travel aspect of it. That makes and sense. And I would definitely get a life preserver like old Marty here. <laughs>
0: Hurry! Well, let's move on to Ryan's pick. It's uh, a little more of a reasonable pick, but uh, I could certainly <laughs> see why.
3: Hi. I think we'll go with a little Bohemian Rhapsody, gentlemen. Good call.
5: Yeah. I see a little silhouette
2: of a man. He's got a moose,
1: got a moose. Will you do the Fandango? Thunder Thunderbolts and lightning, very, very frightening. Calaleo. 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 Calaleo, oh.
2: I'm just a boy. nobody loves me.
3: He's just a, boy
0: from a family. Yes. Yes. yes, we're talking the Mirthmobile
3: from Wayne's World. Tell us why you yes. picked that one, Ryan. Two reasons. Bohemian Rhapsody. And the Red Rope Licorice Dispenser. You had me at red rope. <laughs> you, <laughs> so, red rope. So, Tony. For those for those just listening, Tony, can you explain what you're what you have there? I have, <laughs> I have Wayne and Garth from Wayne's World, the pop
4: figures, and I was trying to make them headbang with the Bohemian Rhapsody for the viewers out there, yeah, and for course. those Shut listening, up. I have a lot of uh, pop figures. It's kind of a. I guess it's not a fetish, but it is kind of a weird, creepy collection thing that I do. So <laughs> It works well for this show. I seem to have a lot of props for today's show, which is nice.
0: Hey, that does work well. All right. It is that time, folks. We want to hear from you. Phone lines are now open. Let's see them light up. Again, that number, 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255. Tell us what your dream fictional movie car is that you'd like parked in your garage uh, for a chance to win a 25th anniversary blu-ray of the Back to the Future trilogy. When we come back, we'll be hearing from you. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
1: Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. And welcome back, folks.
0: This is Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Thursday, May 28th. This is the time where we want to hear from you, the listener, on our call-in topic. And in this case, it's a call-in contest. And it's the easiest prize you could ever possibly win. All you have to do is call. We enter your name in the drawing. We'll pull your name out, and from there, if you are uh, the name we pick, you win the twenty-fifth, thirty-fifth. I'm all of a sudden blanking on
4: twenty-fifth,
0: twenty-fifth anniversary. Anniversary. (laughs) Blu-ray of the Back to the Future trilogy. Damn it,
4: Cody, It's the twenty-fifth anniversary. (laughs) We gotta get the listeners to call.
0: Well, we've got a couple listeners on the line, but uh, I'd love to see the rest of those phone lines light up. Uh, we are talking your favorite movie cars, the fictional cars that uh, you would love to have parked in your garage. For me, it was the Batmobile. For Tony, it was the DeLorean. And Ryan was the classic Mirthmobile from Wayne's World. Well, without further ado, let's go to our callers on the line. Who are we speaking with? Hello? Hello? Hi, who is this? Hi, this is
4: Kendra.
0: Hi, Kendra. How are you doing today?
4: I'm well, sir. How are you?
0: Doing well. So, uh, t-
3: well.
0: oh, Tony, saying hi, hi. There you go. <laughs>
3: Hello.
0: So, quick question. Hello. What is your favorite movie car? What would you love to have parked in your garage? Do
4: you guys remember the movie License to Drive with the, uh, the
0: Yeah,
4: you Corys, yeah. Corys, yeah. <laughs> yes the two Corys. The girl's, and the girl's name were, was Mercedes? <laughs> yes, the girl's name was Mercedes. Hey, nice tie in there. Um, but it was a, I want to say it was a
5: 72
2: Cadillac. I know it was a Cadillac. I don't know if it was a Seville or a Continental, but that big, blue, giant boat of a car.
0: So I got to, for some
2: reason I just love them.
0: I got to ask, was, would you have uh, the Cadillac with Corys included? <laughs>
4: You know, isn't one of them
0: gone? One of like, them's dead, so that might be a little awkward, but uh, the other one's still alive Yeah, that well.
4: would be a little
0: little weekend
3: at Bernie's side. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what I was
0: thinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kendra, thank you for calling in. Uh, we're going to put you back on hold, and uh, you are entered into the drawing. Uh, that was definitely not one that I expected to hear, but uh, I love these ones coming out of left field. So hang tight, Kendra, and we'll get uh, back to you in just a second. Thanks,
4: guys. Thanks for calling.
0: All right, let's go to our next caller, and who do we have on the line? Oh, this is Cody. Hey, Cody, how are you doing?
2: I'm doing pretty good. How about
0: yourself? Doing well. I'm
4: Cody. So we're talking
0: Sorry. movie, we're talking <laughs> movie cars. What would be in your dream garage?
2: Oh, man, um, I'm going to have to go in a creepy stance. Uh, the car from Christine. Be <laughs> murdering people for
4: me, you know, like handle my heavy work or my dirty work, and then you know, I wouldn't even have to join the mafia.
0: Well, not only that, but you'd have an alibi. You could be anywhere and yeah, there just you go. have it take care of things for you.
4: <laughs> and it restores itself, so, you know, it's, it's all good and dandy.
0: I, I I don't see anything wrong with that pick whatsoever.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to be watched for if I, uh, you know, start going crazy and murdering people. Guys right. will definitely definitely know what was up?
0: <laughs> as long as you've got a dash cam in there and uh, you know, that way you can just save it pro- for posterity. Posterity, posterity One of those words.
4: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh.
0: All right, Cody, hang hang tight. We'll get back to you in just a sec. Thanks, Cody. All right. Wow. The phone. Who would have thought that uh, movie cars would have been the topic to light up the phones? Let's move okay. on to our next caller. All right. Who are we speaking with?
5: Yeah, uh, my name is Tim. Oh, I I, I, hey. I, I know a guy named Tim. <laughs> Do you really? Oh, yeah. It's, it's a common, it's a common name.
1: I, I,
4: yeah.
0: Somehow I, I figured you'd be calling in on this
5: topic, Tim. Uh, <laughs> Well, let me just say I don't need to win the contest. Don't put me in there because I actually own all the movies on VHS, DVD, and two versions of Blu-ray. So I am good to go. <laughs> I just want to give you guys a call. Not Betamax or Laserdisc? You know, I need to get one of those. Yeah, you're right. I'm slacking, aren't I? <laughs> so, okay, so I, w- I was thinking. I was thinking. I, Tony, used to DeLorean, right?
4: I did, yeah. I stole that one.
5: Okay. Yeah, I would I would say that one, but um, I actually drove one last year, and I'm too tall to even sit inside a DeLorean. So I don't know. I mean, I want it there just for the looks, but I want to drive it too, so I might cross that one off my list, which sucks because it's the best car of all time. Um, well, you only,
0: I'm need gonna to, go, you only need to be in it long enough to get it up to eighty-eight miles an hour. After that, true. you're free and I can clear. Slouch.
5: Yeah, yeah that's a good. That's a good point. That's a good point. I think I'm going to go with the uh, Michael Keaton Batmobile. I'd say that's a good pick, considering it was also my pick as well. Um, what? I didn't hear that. I was on a phone call. Okay, oh. so you <laughs> stole that one. What did uh, Ryan pick?
0: Ryan picked the Mirth Mobile from Wayne's
5: World. <laughs> that's right. okay. Okay. Schwing, oh, God. Audio, audio. and it has to be a movie or tv just a fictional car all right um, i'll go with uh i'll go with kit from Knight Rider. Yeah. somehow i
0: knew you were going to pick that with, <laughs> with the voice of, voice of mr Fenia's kit
5: right exactly exactly it was either that or the a-team van but i think i'd rather have kit
0: Hey, I can't blame you. Just like uh, uh, Cody with Christine, you know, it's a car that can drive itself. It can take care of things. Yeah, it can run true. to Starbucks for you when you just don't feel like going out. I- I'd say that's a good pick.
4: I'd say it's a good pick. Yeah, you stole my
0: pick,
5: you and... my
4: picky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> as a kid, I actually got the joy of, of uh, my parents' owned kit. Now, I mean, it didn't talk, but it looked just like it. It was. It robbed me of my only chance to go to Disneyland as a kid. <laughs> But we ended up with a vehicle that looked just like the Knight Rider car, and it was conveniently named Kit, and all of my friends were like, dude, you drive the Knight Rider car. Does it light up and talk? I'm like, no, it doesn't light up and talk. <laughs> but it,
5: is. What, what it was God. a
4: fast car and very cool. So,
0: <laughs> Well, Tim, Indeed. we we appreciate you calling in, as always, chiming in. Another great pick. Uh, I'm going to let you go, and uh, we're going to move on to our next caller and uh, then okay. draw a winner. Yeah. Good luck to the winner. All right, thanks, Tim. All right, let's move on to our final caller on the line. Uh, who is hanging with us?
2: Hey, this is Hans. Oh, hey, Hans, how you doing? Well, good, good. I'm probably uh, automatically disqualified from the drawing because I'm related to one of you guys. but uh, No. As you can probably <laughs> tell from my voice. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, I got a
4: elder I, I, golden I, voice. I, Hi Han. <laughs>
2: hey. Uh I've got a top three for you. Hey, we'll take it. So my my number my number three is a Corvette, because I'm a Corvette guy. But it's from an obscure kind of movie, an obscure Schwarzenegger movie from two thousand thirteen, the Z R one. And uh If you haven't watched the movie, if you've never seen that movie, it's it's fun. And it's stupid, but what the hell. And um, (laughs) it's a great, uh, almost the entire movie is a chase scene, which is actually the trend in all three of my picks here.
0: Now, 2013, which movie was that? Was that Eraser?
2: No, it was Last Stand.
0: Last Stand, okay.
2: Yeah, 2013 Schwarzenegger movie, look it up. Number two is uh is iconic. It's uh Bullet, Steve McQueen, Mustang.
0: Can't argue with that.
2: Great car. And and my number one is um iconic but obscure Vanishing Point, nineteen seventy, Challenger.
0: That was a great movie as well. Uh not the uh uh Mini Cooper from the Italian job. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. no. Okay. No, no. <laughs> Thought I It's got to be, be
2: a, some sort of a muscle car for me.
0: There you go. There you go. Well, uh, we will put you in the drawing, but uh, yeah, hang tight. Let's go ahead and draw our winner. All great choices. Um, got So I'm not cheating. Those of you watching the video, mixing them up, and I'm going to pick. Winner is Kendra. Kendra. You are our winner.
2: Thank you. Thank you. I'd like to, you know, I just hope the little people appreciate me. And, um, you know, all the beautiful people who I was running against.
0: That, that's the way you win a prize. Kendra, hang on the line. I'm going to get some information from you on the break. And folks, don't go anywhere. When we come back, we're going to be talking about how Facebook might or probably is listening to you. Don't go anywhere. We will be
2: right back.
1: Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show.
0: And welcome back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Thursday, May 28th. Uh, You know, we love hearing from you guys. It was awesome to have so many great calls on our last call-in topic. Now, if you missed it and uh, wanted to still chime in with your favorite movie vehicle or just Let us know how your day is going. We have set up a -a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line called the Phoenix Line. That number is 855-Phoenix-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973 for those of you who don't enjoy trying to figure out the alphanumeric characters. Again, any topic, just checking in, tell us how you're doing, have a late-night drunken rant. We want to hear it. Keep it entertaining. We'll put it together, and then we will put it out in a future show. Now, this next segment, I wanted to talk about something that uh, I know I've experienced, my fiancé Jesse's experienced, and I'm sure you guys have as well, in that uh, you're know, you just going about your life, you're having conversations, and then uh, the next time you pull up Facebook, you're scrolling through, and then all of a sudden in your news feed, there are ads, there are news articles, there are videos that relate exactly to what you're talking about, even though you didn't search for it online. Have you guys run into that at all?
4: Oh, all the time on Facebook. Um, In fact, the most recent one I can say of this was um, uh, when Jenny called in, I think last week and mentioned Spanx. Like she told me literally as she was done talking about that on the show, there was an ad for Spanx on her Facebook page.
0: Yeah, it's it's terrifying how... Because, you know, we know that Facebook is tied in depending on the permissions you give them uh, to see maybe some of the websites that you're searching. But when you haven't actually searched for anything and it starts pulling stuff up, it's either a very scary coincidence or they're listening. What about you, Ryan?
3: Definitely. I, I don't scroll through Facebook uh, anymore. I stopped about, I think... Two and a half, three years ago, but I still do scroll through Instagram, and I, which I think is owned by it is owned by Facebook. <laughs> okay, so there's one it kept showing up. You know, I always joke, I'm like, "Oh, I wish I had a thicker beard," and I always get these beard thickening ads. They have there's different tools and products you can use for a thicker beard, and that always shows up in my feed, and yeah it's it's been a number of other things too it's happened multiple multiple times right after i've talked about something as well so it's it, there's no doubt in my mind it's they're listening
0: yeah right now. It, it, well and it doesn't help that of course our show is on facebook live which uh hopefully we don't get kicked off for uh talking about this uh subject but uh You know, it it happens, and it is uh, truly scary. Now, uh, the article that I pulled up, I'm going to read through it uh, real quick and uh, talk about Facebook's stance on, uh, you know, what we all perceive as them listening in. But uh, the author writes, you know, I tend to be fairly skeptical about these stories. After all, the suggestion that Facebook is secretly wiretapping all of its 2.38 billion customers to deliver targeted ads seems a little far-fetched, not to mention illegal, but then it happened to me. We met up for a drink in the pub and I was telling him about my visit to a kitchen designer and his suggestion that we should have a two-tone kitchen with pale gray cabinets and a dark blue island. This was just a casual conversation. Neither of us looked up any pictures or typed anything into our phones. Then a couple hours later, I got a message from the same friend who was freaked out by an ad that had just popped up on Instagram, which we were just talking about, is owned by Facebook, with a picture of a two-toned kitchen with gray cabinets and a blue island. Uh, The friend said, freaky, but this kitchen ad popped up on my Instagram after we'd been talking about your kitchen ideas. Big brother is watching. I should add that this friend has no plans to do his own kitchen, so there's no reason he'd be searching for anything related to kitchen design. a little settling or a little unsettling, to say the least. Now, as far as Facebook's response to that, you know the theory that Facebook is using users' smartphone microphones to listen into their conversations and target them with ads has been around for years. But despite the mountains of evidence, Facebook has always categorically denied it. Facebook does not use your phone's microphone to inform ads or to change what you see in newsfeed. Uh, the company's statement reads. Some recent articles have suggested that uh, we must be listening to people's conversations in order to show them relevant ads. This is not true. We show ads based on people's interests and other profile information, not what you're talking out, uh, talking out loud about. They should reverse that. Anyway. We only access your microphone if you have given our app permission and if you are actively using a specific feature that the, that requires audio. This might include recording a video or using an optional feature we introduced 2 years ago to include music or other audio in your status updates. So that's Facebook's official stance. I don't know if I buy it. It's the the coincidence is just too too freaky and there are too many people that have had that same sort of experience.
3: The so way you're saying, a big tech company might be not telling the truth. <laughs> surprise, <That's> surprise. <laughs> well, and even scarier, a private tech
0: company that has been known to sell user data to uh, advertisers and uh, even possibly the government.
3: I don't believe. Uh, yeah, I definitely don't believe that. It's no. It's too uncanny. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. It's weird. It's like during the break, I had told you, I'm like, oh man, we, you know, I joked about the facial hair comment from a previous show in one of the breaks. And when I was just testing to see if anything popped up, go figure, there's a uh, Norelco ad and then there's a Gillette Mach 3 ad. So <laughs> well, I, I don't ever look for that crap, but because I meant I friggin- needed to shave, there you go. I need a fun lady in my life. Would you throw <laughs> advertisements? You don't don't want to see. Not going to do that. No, I don't want to see what it's going to put up. <laughs> it's so, going to catfish
0: me. There you go. So
4: catfish. Uh,
0: speaking okay. to professionals about you know if Facebook is lying, they wrote in here. The fact that is that if Facebook, a company with vast technical resources at its disposal, wanted to listen into users' conversations via their smartphones, it would be fairly trivial for it to do so. Quote. When one technically looks at the software code for uh, of the applications, we can see that everything is on and ready to be used. Vitor Jesus, associate professor at the Center for Cybersecurity at Birmingham University, told Mirror Online, The technology of understanding spoken word is also mature enough to be used in a simple app. Just think Alexa. So even though they're denying it doesn't mean that they're not doing it. Um, There have been reports of, uh, you know, the screens when you're on an airplane, uh, you can basically watch TV um, on the screen, some are touch screen. Uh, There was a maker who was including a little camera in theirs that uh, they had mentioned was for security purposes only, to monitor only if there's a disturbance. But uh, they got in a lot of trouble because they found out that that technology was
3: Always on and always watching people. It's like how dumb do they think we are? No, we're 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 definitely not listening in.
0: Well, based on our Darwin's Darwin Awards uh, segment uh, earlier, they probably think we're pretty dumb. Oh well, not us.
4: <laughs> They're like Joe's gonna take a, a chainsaw today and he's gonna put it to a grenade. He no worries about him. We are not listening to him. He ain't very bright.
0: <laughs> well, with automation and, and things like Facebook and, like they mentioned, Alexa, um, you know, there are ways that uh, you know anybody could be listening at any time. So, you know, you got to be careful. Uh, I'm going to put together my tinfoil hat a little bit later just to make sure they're not reading my brain. And uh, you know, it, it's it, it, we sort of deserve it just because we're so addicted to the technology. But I just want to know that it's not going to reasons that will. Uh, you know, either put us in a vast amount of trouble, or will uh, you know be causes for concern later on?
3: Yeah, sometimes I wonder how how they could surveil so many people, but then there's also algorithms and things that could filter out if they want certain types of information. And I. Yeah,
2: I
0: I assume the most of it is just AI. It's looking for keywords, buzzwords and then it's putting into that algorithm that you said that either feeds up ads or notifies somebody that uh, somebody is about to do something crazy.
2: Yeah.
3: But it could it could uh slide into tyranny. <laughs> that's that's uh that's the scary part, but yeah, we'll see, you know. I think there's always there's always kind of a race going between um You know, those types of things, the surveillance and also the pushback against it, the privacy stuff. So hopefully... The fight continues. <laughs> <against
0: them. laughs> well, as we head into the break, I'll, I'll just leave you th- with this. If uh, for some reason the Christian Phoenix radio show is not on the air tomorrow, we were visited by the men in black, and uh, there's uh, more things to be concerned about. So we're going to head into the break. We're headed towards our last segment, which is always this day in history with Ryan. We're going to have fun and we're going to drop some knowledge on you. Don't go anywhere.
1: unable to listen to the whole show a recording of today's program will be available later today visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link now back to the show Now, back to the show indeed.
0: This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Thursday, May 28th. Sadly, we are into the final segment of the show, but uh, if you missed a portion of the show, we've had a lot of fun on this one, a lot of great topics, wonderful call-in topic, Uh, or you want to catch up on one of our previous shows, just head over to americamatters.us, click on the Shows and podcast links, Scroll on down the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, and you can find everything you need there. You can also find us anywhere you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, iTunes. Nope, iTunes is part of Apple. iHeartRadio, Radio. Tune in. So many more. Be sure to subscribe. Leave a comment. Tell your friends. As always, sharing is caring. Well, in the last segment of the show, as we do each and every day, we like to make you laugh, but we like to make you learn. And that's why Ryan is going to be taking us through this day in history.
2: From in the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head, it's This Day in History, with your correspondent on the beat,
3: Ryan Wink. That's right. It's that time again. Time for This Day in History with myself, Ryan Wink. Let's get into it. On this day in 585 BC, that's BC, <laughs> before Corona, <laughs> Before Corona, Before
4: corona.
3: <laughs> a solar eclipse occurred as predicted by Greek philosopher and scientist Thales. Thales, oh man, that Thales. Maybe. Are you having a San Filippo moment? I'm a San Filippo moment.
4: There you go. <laughs> <Scientist>, <laughs> that baby?
3: Maybe somebody could uh, enlighten me on the on how to pronounce this here. Anyways, we'll just call them Thales for now, because that's how it looks. So, a solar eclipse occurred, as pre- predicted by Greek philosopher and scientist Thales, a phenomenon that led to a truce between battling armies in what became known as the Battle of the Eclipse, setting a cardinal date from which other dates can be calculated. Interesting. I mean,
0: obviously, that was back in the time where you know people thought that uh, you know the weirdest astronomical phenomenon you know foretold great death or famine or 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 strife or war and uh we realize now that that's just part of nature but uh hey at least it was used for good in this case
3: yeah it seems like it brought some love into those people talk about a total eclipse of the heart
0: i'm glad you
4: went there because that's what was going through my mind during that story i can't hear
3: i can't hear eclipse without thinking about that song now you're only falling apart i think is that the video uh, have you ever seen the video where they just they sing the melody of the song but with lyrics that just describe what's happening in the video
0: no i haven't seen
3: that that sounds hilarious yeah it's like then the curtain opens and the wind blows (laughs) a hair because everything is so random (laughs) <laughs> but they just they nail it perfectly. Do yourselves a favor. I think it is Total Eclipse of the Heart. So,
0: Ryan, Ryan what would it sound like if uh, Eddie Vedder sang Total Eclipse of the Heart?
3: Total Eclipse of the Heart. Here I need you now and I, I need you more than ever. They don't you my heart. They don't read. <laughs>
0: Nailed it! I'm going.
3: Oh,
4: that was just, that was good. We my need favorite, like any Better segments.
3: That's my favorite thing to do. Oh, better, yeah.
0: Better sings the classics. Better,
3: I'm a veteran. <laughs> Bet, better veteran sings. A, well. Let's move. Let's move right along. There's another. <laughs> there's another. Uh, Eclipse story 1900 on this day, a total solar eclipse occurs. You guys know about total solar eclipses?
0: Now, is that where the earth casts the shadow on the sun or the moon obstructs the sun? I forget.
3: I was hoping you could tell me. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I would, I'm, I'm gonna guess maybe somebody could uh write or call into the Phoenix line, but uh, I think it might be the moon. Perfectly crosses the, um, the sun, maybe darkening yeah. it out. It's, so, yes, yeah, a total eclipse
4: occurs when a portion of the Earth is engulfed in a shadow cast by the Moon, which fully or partially blocks sunlight. This occurs when the Sun, Moon, and Earth are aligned. Such alignment coincides with the new Moon, enticing the Moon in the closet to this elliptical plane.
3: I believe it was. I believe it was Thales who had correctly predicted an eclipse that was able to stop two battling armies from destroying each other.
4: <laughs> oh, I remember that very well in science fiction class with Mr. Macy. Oh, there was a cute wand in that class.
3: <laughs> Let me refer to my notes here. Yes, it was Thales, um, the Greek philosopher and uh, scientist. And That's, that's a-, a history lesson, mister. <laughs>
0: That's Eclipse Talk here on the Christian Phoenix Radio Show.
3: Uh, that's good stuff. That's rich. All right, moving right along. We're, we're going to do this next one in this voice. 1923. U.S. Attorney General said is, says it is legal for women to wear trousers anywhere. Yikes. What's that's a pants. trouser snake? <laughs> that's pants for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> trousers. Uh, Is that what they used before or after Knickerbockers?
0: <laughs> uh, good pull. Good pull on the Knickerbockers. Yeah, back in back in the time when uh, women had no rights. They all had to yeah. wear dresses.
3: And so then this day in 1923 it became legal for them to wear trousers anywhere. So apparently it's it's stated anywhere, so it must have been that you can wear trousers, just <laughs> not out in the street. <laughs> Or for Make our, sure you wear your mask.
0: <laughs> for our friends' fans, uh, they could only wear apartment pants.
3: That's right, trousers, also known as apartment pants. <laughs> Man, that's wild. Come a long way. <laughs> we
4: have come a long way in almost a hundred years. Nice.
3: Hey, Mister Nick Bob Boberty Bob, I like the you bob with the hands.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Double dose of Eddie
3: Vetter today. <laughs> Woo! Might even be a triple, might even be a triple which segues into this next one. It's a baseball fact. <laughs> In uh, 1951, after going 0 for 12, Willie Mays connects for his first major league home run. That's 1951. 1950.
0: So was that uh, Wesley Snipes or was, no, that's Willie Mays Hayes.
3: Yeah. For major Willie Mays Hayes here. Willie Mays Hayes. Dang, good
0: good right there. That was a good movie. I gotta go back and watch that. Woo! Especially considering we're not getting any baseball right now.
4: Yeah. Which one did you like better? Major League One or Major League Two?
0: Um one. Definitely one. I thought two was a major league flop. <laughs> no, <I didn't. laughs> That's a good pun. I did it. I much prefer Angels in the outfield.
3: Oh, no! Was, wasn't that Joseph Gordon-Levitt? That was,
4: yeah.
0: And, uh, and, and, and
4: what a messed up story. Like, I don't want to come see my son unless the angels have a winning season. And like, that was the whole premise of the movie was like this deadbeat dad wouldn't spend time with his kid who was orphaned or he was in a foster home. And then all of a sudden he gets his wish and the angels start kicking ass and the dad's still a douche. <laughs> Spoiler alert! But check it out on Disney Plus.
0: Brought to you by the
3: family-friendly Disney. <laughs> Disney. Sometimes when you go back and you revisit some of those plot lines, you're like, "No, that guy's a deadbeat. <laughs> <He> <laughs> an awful father. you there a better father figure for him in the movie. Was it just a, the angel? No, Angela. Angela, I got these kids watching me. Oh, that's... Angela.
4: Because <laughs> Tony
3: Danza was in it. Oh,
0: wasn't Doc, it, wasn't uh, Doc Brown in it as well? Christopher who? Lloyd. Christopher yeah, Lloyd. Yeah, he was the angel. That's right. Oh, that's right. Wow. Hey, Marty, we're going to play baseball today. I'm just going to call you, Marty, because that's all I know
4: to do in my Christopher Lloyd voice.
3: <laughs> wow. That's Angels in so so the outfields with Tony Danza. That probably <laughs> 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 uh, Billy does a good ton- Danza. We'll have to he get
0: him. He does
4: a do a good Danza, bro.
0: Yeah. Now, well, let's see. We've got about two minutes, so maybe a uh, another this day in history and, and a couple holidays.
3: Sounds good. Uh, on this day in nineteen eighty two, Rocky three came out. It was just like the other Rockies, but it was number three, which what is not one or two because we already have made those. But
2: like we were coming out swinging, and uh, we really wanted to, to you know. It, it, Knock it home, you know. Rocky 3. <laughs> <laughs> now. With thunder lips, brother.
4: <laughs> and clever <leg>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, Rocky. How many iterations of Rocky have there been now? Seven? Seven. I want to say, and they're all basically the same movie, right?
3: Yeah, you know, like. seems like i'm not gonna win and like i usually lose sometime early in the movie and then
1: at the end i I pull it out and i win
0: yeah between rocky and rambo stallone has you know just the the inkwells that he pulls from and and it doesn't change much but
1: uh oh
3: yeah and cliffhanger also came out on this day i'm hanging from a cliff (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ryan,
0: we've got about 30 seconds left. Uh, any holidays that are of note today?
3: I'm going to blaze through these. Oh, wait. Yeah, here we go. Hey, man, let's blaze. Actually, I'm not. I'm going to slowly go through these because I just noticed some of these are different days. Oh Well, you've got time for about one. So Perfect. For all you Amazoners out there, the, it's National Bubble Wrap Appreciation Day. <laughs>
0: oh. Hey, I, I appreciate a good bubble wrap
3: but sometimes they overdo it come on y'all oh they always overdo it they always overdo it let's chill out just
0: a little bit so we got- we have reached the end of the show folks uh, it is thursday feels like a friday but we will be back tomorrow which is a friday and we've got another great show lined up for you have a wonderful thursday we'll see you all tomorrow